0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my
1: head.
0: People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burned out. I tell them I'm not like... Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. Today's episode is such a good one. I really scored. We have quite the celebrity in our midst, Okay. We have Robin, otherwise known as Girl Boss Town. If you guys have not seen her on TikTok lately, you are actually living under a rock. This girl is running TikTok these days. She is incredible. She popped off with her like PR moves I would make if I were, you know, Emma Chamberlain or Indie Blue or whoever it was. And those videos are so addicting. She is genius. I really just needed to get into her brain and figure out like, how she's doing all this stuff and also has such an incredible memory. Like, she's really killing it with pop culture. I mean, there's nothing that has happened in this entire world in the past 20 years that this girl does not remember, okay? I mean, honestly, imagine being like her ex boyfriend. Like, it's honestly like really impressive. So, anyways, I'm really excited to sit down and talk with her today. The holidays are coming up so soon, guys. Christmas, I mean, how did that happen? That is really insane. Like, we're almost at 2022. And I honestly, I don't even know what to say about that. It kind of gives me anxiety a little bit, but it's okay. You know, if you guys haven't joined our Geneva group chat, definitely join. That's where we're always talking, hanging out. There's rooms for different cities. There's going to be a Boston room. If you guys are listening and you're from Boston, Um, that's where Robin's around. You guys didn't know. We have New York, LA, Dallas. We're making them for every single city. I'm meeting you guys out and about all the time. And so many of you guys met each other on the Geneva group chat, which is crazy. I am adding matchmaker, friend matchmaker to my resume, not relationship matchmaker, I have set up a few couples in my day. One of them got married. The other ones are now in therapy. So, you know, it's fine. I I do still feel bad about that. But anyways, back to the friend matchmaker. I think that's really where I thrive. So definitely check out the Geneva group chat. If you guys haven't already, be sure to check out the Breadwinning Housewife merch. We've got cute sets. We've got cute truckers. We've got cute totes. I actually have a meeting for 2022 launches coming up very soon. And I have some really good things up my sleeve. I think we're really going to like those. But also, I have been doing a vlogmas on my YouTube channel. I'm not posting every single day, but I am vlogging every single day and then combining the videos. So definitely check that out. YouTube.com slash Kinsey Elizabeth. Watch all the videos. Also, I always forget to mention this. If you guys want to watch the podcast, you can watch it on YouTube. We have an I Love You So Much podcast youtube channel so the full interviews are also up on youtube i love watching like the barstool podcast on uh, my tv like you know bffs podcast i'm very gen z like that and i love watching it on youtube so we started putting mine up there as well you can follow us on instagram tiktok all that stuff but without further ado let's welcome our latest celebrity onto the podcast okay we've got robin from girl town
1: So we have a celebrity, a big celebrity in the midst right here. Not a celebrity, just a fan of, but thank you for saying that. That's insane. I don't know about that. You did get spotted today. I did get spotted today for the first time. I was at coffee with another influencer who is like massive, Victoria Paris, but not to name drop. <laughs> not to name drop, but, but to name drop. Yeah. To name drop. Yeah. Um, so when she walked over, I was like, oh, I thought she, because Victoria had gone to the bathroom. So she came over. I thought she was gonna be like, hey, like, I hope you don't mind. But like, can I say something to her? Like, you, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was thinking. And she's like, hey, this is so embarrassing. But like, I'm obsessed with you. I think you're so smart. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. In New York City, like I'm in Boston. I feel like I have a lot of Boston followers and I've never been recognized in Boston. In New York City, I get recognized. It's it's crazy, but it's also like so sweet because I do that to like influencers or people that I'm obsessed with. And like to know that people feel that way about me is just like so insane. I haven't really quite like understood it yet or like taken it in because it's happening so quickly, but it was so dope.
0: You have had the craziest past few months. I can't even imagine. My friends and I are all obsessed with you. You are probably the smartest person I think I've ever seen online. I don't think my high school would say that, but thank you. Well, I will. But you also have created a different type of influencer almost. Mm -hmm. And even I said this to you before, I'm like, the job doesn't necessarily exist because yes, it is like... PR and consulting essentially for other people, yeah. but it's also your personality. It's just a different avenue.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think going into it a little bit into like my history of GBT and Boss Town, but when I started to get traction off of these PR moves videos, I started to think I want to create a currency for brands that my audience not only likes me for my personality, but they like me for branding and marketing content and if I have that currency to go to brands and say look I have x amount of followers but not only do I have that much but like they like and are interested in lifting up the curtain which I don't think a lot of people are doing I think that'd be extremely smart and kind of like a new avenue that not a lot of people are doing and it's been working out that way and it's it's good to see because I feel like a lot of times This isn't an insult to anybody, but I feel like a lot of influencer marketing is stuck in the 2016, 2018 era where it blew up and people have that formula and it works, obviously. But not a lot of people are, like, lifting up the curtain or, like, showing behind the scenes necessarily. It's very, like, product placement ads. And I want to, like, change that. I want to merge the relationship between influencer and, like, creative and branding and kind of like bring it all to light and show my audience the behind the scenes of these ads that I'm getting while also creating an ad that will perform as well.
0: No, it's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Take us to the like OG girl
1: boss town. Like take us through the journey. So I lived in LA for two years. I did PR and marketing out there for an agency and i had a roommate cassie she loves your podcast shout out cassie shout and out we, cassie we both moved home after la for different reasons and we were kind of like boston doesn't have a lot to offer creative wise media wise so like let's create something ourselves and we created girl boston so it's like girl boston and we had a podcast actually i don't know why that's just clicking to me that's yeah. genius not a lot of people know that but we had a podcast and it was, we talked about pop culture's past, present, and prediction. And we created an Instagram to go along with it. It got a little bit of traction, actually. We did like a hundred episodes, probably for like a year and a half. Very pop culture based. And then she ended up going in a different direction with her career, which is fine. But I still wanted to do GBT and I changed it a bunch of times. Like obviously my success with Girl Boss Town kind of happened overnight when it comes to TikTok, but I've tried so many different avenues with Boss Town, with Instagram, with social media, with YouTube. And I stayed consistent with it, even though the ideas were different. I always knew this is like an avenue that I wanted to get into. And then uh, post pandemic, I was at a corporate job in Boston. I was working a nine to five. I was like, this is not what I want to do. And I was had the privilege to say, you know what, like I want to go on a different avenue. So I thought I'm going to go to, to esthetician school, get into skincare, beauty, makeup. I love all that stuff as well. And I'm going to bartend at night to get myself through school. But there was like a four-month break between when school started. So that's when I started to be able to just create content during the day all the time and TikTok. And that's when this new girl boss on that Everybody Knows kind of took off. But it took a while. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are like messaging me. How would I start to get into TikTok and all that stuff like you probably get these types of questions all the time and are mm-hmm. much more well-versed in it but I'm like it's not a, like an immediate success as you think you need to try different things and be consistent and whatever hits is amazing that's great for me it was like my PR moves but it takes time and you need to you learn a lot about yourself and like what you like to do talk about and do, but if you're passionate about it and it's organic and it's kind of niche, that's when things usually blow up. But yeah, like old girl boss town is very different than now. I took the podcasts off the internet because I was like, I used to talk a lot about like people in my life and like exes or like certain things. It's like, I don't want people to go back and like creep on that. My old girl boss town posts are still up. Like we used to do photo shoots every month where we recreated iconic moments in pop culture history like the simple life gossip girl and those are still out there kind of embarrassing but that's actually really cool yeah it was very like pop culturey i wanted to be more of like a blog podcast very pop culture heavy and that's like my true passion like that's my first passion but then when i started to kind of mesh pop culture and branding is when it kind of took off I am
0: here to tell you guys about your new favorite movie. So, if you're a fan of romantic movies and love films with beautiful cinematography, then you are going to love Redeeming Love in theaters January 2022. Also, so crazy that that is like literally next month. Like, how did that happen? Anyways, based on the international best selling novel by Francine Rivers, the movie takes place during the California Gold Rush of 1850 and follows the life of Angel, who is the most notoriously sought after woman in the Sierra Nevada foothills town of paradise. Right as she was about to give up on finding freedom, Angel meets Michael and encounters a love that's unlike anything she's ever experienced. But shame of her past causes Angel to run away from the very thing she has always wanted. As Michael sets out to find her, Angel discovers there is no brokenness that love cannot heal. Redeeming Love, featuring Abigail Cohen, Tom Lewis, Nina Dobrev, Eric Dane, and Fomke Jansen, is rated PG-13 and premieres January 21st in theaters nationwide. So bring a friend or even your significant other to see Redeeming Love. For more information or to find tickets to a theater near you, visit redeeminglovemovie.com. That is
1: redeeminglovemovie.com. I'm Amanda Lippman. I run an organization called Run for Something. I wrote a book called Run for Something. And now I host this show, also called Run for Something. My mission is simple. Find people who care about solving problems and help them run for office. Every Tuesday, I'll talk with amazing and incredible candidates and elected officials who are already making a difference. They're in local offices that might seem small and not so sexy, but are actually hugely important for your day-to-day life. Fixing our broken system will take all of us and people like you. Listen in every Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts.
0: So I wanted to talk about this because I knew that you had been around and doing things beforehand, and it yeah. wasn't just this like quote overnight success. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast recently, and I do not remember where this came from. I think it was it had to have been my Nyla, but he was just talking about how you are like one decision away, you're one relationship away, you are one viral video away from like your life completely changing. Yeah. And it's not like you just one day got on TikTok. You posted one video and then, oh my God, your life's changed. Yeah. It was a like progression and also changing. Side note, you need to do a TikTok going through. Old
1: boss. Yeah, that's what you need to do. No, But also
0: talking about how it actually wasn't just this
1: like overnight quotes thing. Totally. And people have asked about that before as well because I've like mentioned it here and there and I like definitely want to do like a deep dive on that. But I also think something that I I was kind of hesitant to talk about that at first, because I think there's so much draw to people thinking something is an overnight success. So when it comes to TikTok and me, the branding aspect of things, that was an overnight success. And that kind of built more of an audience and more of an excitement around it. Cause it's like, oh my God, I started making videos on my couch and now like the top celebrities and brands in the industry are reaching out to me. But now that people are invested in my story just as well as my content it'll be good for me to like go back and like talk about all these types of things because i think it is extremely it gives perspective i mean like we see i'm the ultimate consumer when it comes to influencers and celebrities so i get like what the audience wants to see and hear and there's a time and place for everything and i think i'm getting to the place where it's like okay i can open up a little bit more about my story rather than just like pumping out like pop culture content
0: it's such a, like, niche, perfect thing. There was a complete opening. Like, mm-hmm. now that you were doing this, i like, I can't believe other people weren't. Yeah. But also, you're, like, unbelievably talented. How did you even realize that you were so good at
1: this? Well, I mean... I think growing up, I never got really good grades in school, but I was always like an ideas person. Like I would do projects and have these crazy ideas, but couldn't necessarily like implement them because like I'm not super organized or like but I always knew I was an ideas person. And then I got into a visionary, a visionary. (laughs) Yes. And then I got into DECA, which was this like marketing program at my school. Shout out DECA and my partner, Morgan. And that's when I saw that, like having being an ideas person, like you can still get really far in marketing and business because there's other departments that implement those ideas. But then when I started working at an agency or like I was out in L.A. I was very much like in the mailroom doing like intern stuff. And I was like, oh, like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to be able to say all of these ideas and things would happen, which is so unrealistic. I was very like immature in that mindset. But now I think things are very different because I think it's not as traditional and having me sitting here on the internet and like saying my ideas and then having the companies come to me, not only respecting my ideas and my creativity, but wanting to work with me. I think it was like, wow, like I really, I should believe in myself more as corny as that sounds. But I was like, if the biggest companies in the world are respecting, like, my ideas. I should as well. And I should, like, yeah. believe in myself and think, like, okay, what I have here is really special and, like, really define my worth. But it wasn't like one day I just woke up and was like, you know what? I'm creative. Like I'm actually really my, smart. Turns I'm actually out. so creative and smart. No, but— And also, I think it's very different than traditional social media to have people compliment— the way you think and your creativity, I think it's like the biggest compliment because it's not like I'm over here on the internet and people are like complimenting.
0: Like a thirst drop or something, which is great,
1: but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. up and down Mm. that's a very very important life
0: lesson I think even to people who aren't online like it doesn't even have to be like oh you're getting TikTok views you know no
1: It's like, if you don't even respect your ideas or believe in yourself, like, nobody will. So, and say somebody doesn't like that idea, that doesn't mean it wasn't good. Like, if you thought it was good at one point, then, like, you have something there. You just, like, need to follow through with it. Like, if I gave up on GBT or thought like, this is never going to happen. Like, I'm just like another influencer trying to make it. Like I wouldn't be where I am today. I just always in the back of my mind, I was like, I know I can do this. Like, I know I have something special, which isn't cocky or like, it's just confidence. And I know that's why I'm still doing it today. And my everything is like taking off now. Have you dealt with imposter syndrome at all? Yeah. So so I have reached out to a couple of people who are in this industry, in different avenues of this industry. And I was really struggling with it, like even just like a couple of weeks ago, because although it took a long time for it to happen, now that it's happening, it's happening so fast. And these deals are coming in and these celebrities are talking to me. And it's the biggest blessing of my life. But sometimes I think I'm like, I don't even deserve this. Like, or like, is this really my life? Or like, it's so crazy how your mindset switches when you start to get success, that like you seek validation in numbers and in like comments and followers. And it just switches your whole perspective and your mindset and like thinking that you don't deserve it. It's so crazy. And I also think that like, this is something that people, how how I kind of lifted the curtain to show what goes into branding and marketing. I think influencers need to, or even the industry need to lift the curtain of being like, blowing up overnight or like getting into this industry is absolutely not what people think it is like whatsoever. I'm 27 years old. Like I've lived a life. I can't even imagine if I was 18 going through this, which a lot of these TikTokers are, I would not be prepared mentally or like educationally to go through this. It's, it's insanity. And obviously it's such a privilege. So to complain about it is kind of like, stupid in a sense. I sit, say that in my head, but that's also my imposter yeah, syndrome like, being it's like... It's also actually a problem. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. I can't even... There's
0: also a danger to going viral. And my friends and I talk yeah. about this all the time. And I'm like, I've been on the internet for so long. Yeah. And it's been slow and steady. And I'm actually really grateful for that because had I been, you know, 18 and like it just all of a sudden like pops off, like I don't think... I don't know if that would have been good for me at the time. But dangers of going viral, it's like all of a sudden you, one... Like realistically, if you're getting, you know, like 15 million views a video or something, it's not probably going to last forever. Yeah. And then it'll go down and then you have like your real followers who stick around for you. And then also it's like the imposter syndrome. Like I don't it's hard on one end. It's really great. And then obviously it comes with like difficulties and challenges like that.
1: Yeah. I think that there's so much validation and and, and going viral and it's crazy and it's amazing. But then to get hit with like, okay, now you need a lawyer. Now you need a manager. Now you need an agent. This is this contract. You need this. It's just, there's so much to it that like nobody's really talking about. And you're
0: expected to learn it overnight. Like that stuff I had so long to figure
1: out. To know the literacy of this industry Even at 27 years old, I'm struggling to do. So the fact that people are doing it at such a young age is one, admirable, but also scary because you're signing contracts and doing things. And that's why so many people get like taken advantage of or even just like mentally like break down because it's like, okay, I was making videos on my couch for fun, but now this is my job. And now these people are depending on me. And now I sign this. It's just like, it's so much. You have to be so ready for it when it happens. And I am ready for it. And I'm grateful for that. But like, that's a whole part of the industry that not a lot of people talk about. It's not just going viral. Because for me as a consumer, I used to watch people go viral. And then I'm like, Oh my God, they're at like this movie premiere doing commentary that's so dope. Like that's so exciting. But it's like the steps to get from going viral on your couch to being on the red carpet is like so crazy and like nobody's talking about it.
0: And you can get taken advantage of big time. Yeah. It could be a deal that realistically the brand should be paying you, let's say six figures for. And you could charge 500 unknowingly and think like, oh my God, you know, if you have no idea rates or anything behind the scenes. Yeah. That's also a very tricky thing. Or you can also like sign your life away and not realize
1: it. And that happens often. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like, obviously, it's not like a college course, but I think it'd be good for people in the industry to like, not only like speak about it, but educate people about it. I think that it needs to happen because this generation that's going through all of this right now in five, 10 years, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out and like where people end up mentally emotionally like financially it's just insanity I
0: am back again with another incredible gift recommendation all right guys you are going to go to vincecamuto.com you are going to search the Audrey tote that is a-u-d-r-i tote you will see this beautiful bag okay I say it's beautiful I know this to be true because I have it we can also match all right I use this all the time. It is the perfect size. It is great for everyday wear. You can use this as a normal tote. They can use this to, you know, go to the coffee shop, get some work done, school, a carry-on as your normal purse. I mean, it's so cute. It comes in so many different colors. It's a very versatile bag. And I feel like this is something that everyone would love. And it's also something that's going to hold up and that they'll probably have forever because the quality is insane. All right, guys, it is time to turn your style aspirations into your style reality and VinceCamuto.com is the one-stop shop for all of your fall style needs. Beyond having all of my favorite boots and booties, VinceCamuto.com also has amazing buttery soft handbags, gorgeous fragrances, and cool apparel and jewelry. Perfect for any occasion and at an affordable price that won't break the bank. It is no secret, I've said this on the podcast so many times, my heeled booties are Vince Camuto. I wear them all the time. I feel so mature and sophisticated and stylish in them. And they also don't break the bank. All right, guys, I don't know about you, but it feels like uh, it's really never been a better time to shop. All right. I came back from my recent trip to New York and I have been gone for four days and I came back to 17 packages. I don't want to talk about it again, okay? but do yourself a favor and head over to VinceCamuto.com to check out their latest arrivals. While you're shopping, you should also sign up to become a VC VIP. The free membership gives you instant access to receive exclusive cashback offers early notice of sales, and so much more. And just for signing up, you'll receive 50 free VC VIP points to use on your next purchase. An epic fall wardrobe, VC VIP membership, and free points. That is a win, win, win. Head over to vincecamuto.com to shop now. Terms and conditions apply.
1: What do you think the future of digital is? Like, where do you think we're heading? Well, this is my thing. So I, people are always like, oh, Instagram's dying or like Facebook's dying. Like TikTok's not going to last forever. But at the same time, it's like, I've had my Instagram since I was in high school and I'm 27. It's like, I don't think social media will ever die. I do think short form content is definitely, like short form video content is definitely going to be around for a long time because of everybody's attention span. And I also think that when it comes to advertising and marketing, like the traditional celebrity is not, what it used to be in the sense of, like, how viewers, like, want them. Like, it's, like, I think that having this relatability of these people on social media and, like, I'm more likely to trust them than, like, an actress. And I think that is going to be the future of digital. But also, things change so quickly. You never know. And, like, I I would be naive or stupid to think that, like, I knew the answer to that. But I definitely think, like, TikTok and influencer culture is going to be around for a while. I just, like, don't know what that'll look like. It's also
0: always changing. It's one of those things. When anyone asks me, like, a five-year plan, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I have no idea. My job didn't even exist 10 years ago. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think, like, in general for me, like, in the future, I say, I want to have longevity in this industry, definitely behind closed doors. And when it comes to, like, my forward-facing role in front of the camera and being a personality, like, I'm going to take it as long as it, like, as long as possible. But while I'm doing that, I want to stay educated on how the business works, the like behind the scenes aspect of things so I can be as educated in this industry as possible. So if there ever does come a day where I'm not forward facing and in front of the camera, I'll know how things work behind the scenes and get more into creative and consulting and things like that. But I think like you said, it's like we there's no way to tell the future. No, I mean, I literally two months ago, I was going to go to cosmetology school and I was bartending and I was like sitting on my couch, like watching these celebrities that like now I'm meeting with and they're asking me marketing questions. It's just like absolutely insane.
0: It's so crazy. What do you think makes a good influencer? I know it's a very big yeah. question. No. but What's your opinion?
1: The formula for a good influencer, I think, is they need to be this is so like overused, but they need to be relatable, but it also needs to be obtainable. So I always say like a good influencer is relatable and obtainable in the sense that like they need to be relatable in the sense of like you find common interest in them or you like the same things as them or they're open about their feelings or like very open about the behind the scenes things and are just like, relatable in that sense but obtainable in the sense where somebody's watching them and they're like wow they went from like being on their couch to doing their dream job and it's obtainable because I have social media like I could do that too you know what I mean and I think that's what gets people to want to follow people to be like I want to do what they're doing or I respect what they're doing and it's crazy because like that's why I think TikTok blew up so much it's because these influencers are on TikTok literally we watch them go from like their hometowns to being at the Met Gala yeah and that makes it obtainable because they're like okay well I have TikTok can I do that but also she's just like me she was a normal girl and she just liked fashion and now look at what she's doing but I also think like what makes a good influencer is to like show like how hard things can be or like how the back end of things. You know what I mean? I think we're getting to a point where like before influencers would just do brand deals and do brand partnerships and like that's all we would consume from them, which is great. But now I think we're seeing people on TikTok like a Victoria Paris or like a person that like puts themselves out there twenty four seven, and you see all aspects of like the creative process or like what goes into like being an quote unquote influencer.
0: Who do you think is killing it right now? Like besides Indie Blue? Like, I know you love her and she's actually coming on the podcast too. So. She literally just
1: like as I walked in here, she DM'd me. I am obsessed with her. It was like
0: the most exciting
1: thing. No, like I literally <laughs> I can't even talk about and it's so crazy too. Like I'm just going to do my love letter to Indy real quick. I was obsessed with her for years and cuz I think she's like an amazing storyteller, which is like my biggest passion is storytelling and I feel like I manifested like being friends with her. I don't care if she doesn't think I'm her friend, we're friends. <laughs> but I think the way she goes about doing social media is like so authentic and incredible. And I'm obsessed with it. But yeah, I think she's killing it. Who else I think is killing it? It depends on like what avenue. I think that obviously Tifi is that how you say her name? It's like T-E-F-I. She player. does the celebrity deep dives. And she, I like people who like, have such niche content, but are so good at it. She's basically like each true Hollywood story for TikTok. Like she does like 10 part celebrity deep dives, which I think are like amazing because that's the type of content like I Mm. love. I also think Tinks is obviously killing it because she is getting into so many different like avenues of like, she's bending the rules between influencer and like mainstream media. And I think when people do that, like I think that's amazing. I also love Victoria Paris. I think she's killing it as well. I'm trying to think of other people that are like newer with like less followers, but it's, it's just like, there's so many that like I'm obsessed with. Also like Davis here in New York City, yeah. how he um, has that show, like the What's Popping? Is, mm-hmm. it, is that what it's, it's called- Where he interviews people? Yeah. 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 I love that. And then my favorite like branding out there who I'm actually friends with, who's Kareem, who's behind it, is We're Not Really Strangers. Yeah. I think they're killing it as well. They're kind of going into TikTok now. And I just love people who are like authentic yet niche and consistent. I think those are like the type of people who I think are like absolutely killing it. And Obviously, Andy Blue. She is truly out of this world. Amazing. Like incredible.
0: Well, on one hand, the holiday season is really busy. On the other hand, you have a lot more you know, downtime, a lot more time probably in the car, on planes, at events and things you don't want to be at. And I am here to introduce you to Switchcraft, okay? This is going to be your new best friend. It is free to download match three or a storytelling adventure game. I cannot put it down. I am absolutely obsessed. It is just so engaging. It's kind of like a compelling TV worthy story that keeps you on the edge of your seat. I love this game, and the story is just so good. Match 3 games can be a lot of fun, but it seems like a lot of them are honestly just the same. The themes and the characters, I mean, they change, but overall, it's really just the same boring format, right? Until now. Switchcraft is a brand new take on Match 3 games. As you play, you unlock pieces of beautiful, magical, and gripping novels, okay? Switchcraft is a mobile game with a unique blend of TV-worthy writing, choose-your-own-adventure-style narrative, and thousands of magical Match 3 levels. I have been traveling and just on the go, nonstop. I mean, like, next weekend, we're literally driving three hours to go to a real-life Polar Express, so I have a lot of time that I can spend on my phone. At those times, I'm not really picking up my Kindle. Like, I'm I'm on the Match 3 game, okay, guys? Switchcraft, I'm telling you. What's also really cool is the story features over 85 characters from a variety of cultural backgrounds as well as differently abled and LGBTQ characters. There are literally thousands of levels to play, so you will not get bored, okay? The storyline is so compelling. You will want to keep playing just to see what happens next. It feels like I'm, like, reading a thriller on my Kindle, okay, guys? It is so good. In Switchcraft, you take on the role of a witch at Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft. You play your way through hundreds of enchanting match-three levels, revealing a dark and winding mystery story. It all starts with the disappearance of your best friend. Now, it is up to you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using your magical match three skills. Along the way, you'll find unique characters, a gripping story, and even a little romance. The best part is that your choices in the game determine the outcome of the story, so you are in the driver's seat. Download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. Again, download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. What is the best thing you've seen a brand do recently? Like something that you were like, oh that they killed that.
1: I was like really looking out for like Black Friday and like trying to see like if anybody really like stepped up to the plate when it came to like holiday ads or deals. And I wasn't super impressed, but, oh, so I'm like a, obviously a massive Kardashian fan. Yes, same. And I loved the Fendi-Skims collab. I was just going to, I was yeah. going to
0: ask you how you felt about that. So
1: I loved the Fendi-Skims collab. I love everything that the Kardashians do. I think that their branding, even though people would like hate on it all day long, like they're entrepreneurs, they're businesswomen. It is everything. I'm just like obsessed with it. I think their branding is killing it and for Fendi and Skims to like match up I think that's gonna like break barriers and like get Skims into like a whole nother realm also I don't know if you could say like a brand that did this recently but I think that like with so many people I think the brand Uggs is like gonna like take off yeah I have again. never stopped
0: wearing Uggs for the record yes. I wear them
1: all the time my favorite shoes but yes. yeah so this is kind of like a prediction rather than a brand that's done something massively I don't know if this was on purpose or not but obviously like Kaylee Bieber started wearing like those shorter Uggs and like everybody's wearing Uggs again and I think they're gonna have like a massive moment if there's one brand that I would like want to work with when it comes to doing something iconic coming out it would definitely be Uggs And I'm so nostalgic
0: in general. Me too. So like my, I'm 24 years old. It is 2021. Yeah. I still wear Uggs and Juicy Tracksuits. Yeah, of course. I've never, I just can't stop. Like those are my two like dream brands. Yeah, no, 100%. I love them.
1: Yeah. I'm obsessed. Like I literally like, it's number one on my list of like brands that I want to work with because I think that it is so nostalgic, but it's also like so in style now. There's so much that they could do with that and with people like Kaylee and big time celebrities like we're rocking it it's like we got to do a massive fucking oh, I don't know if I'm, you can a massive campaign <laughs> that needs to it'll explode what was your first video that went viral I did what the Kardashians would order at Chick-fil-a oh that was your first viral yeah wow. yeah so I used to make a lot of Kardashian content and I made this one so it was what the Kardashians would order at Chick-fil-A. But my first massive viral, like six, eight million, was when I talked about girls that had small arms and big boobs. <laughs> and I was like, how it's the biggest blessing in the world. And I was just like in my bed. And I like literally have smudged makeup. I was like, Emily Radkowski's so lucky. I think girls who are born with small arms and big boobs are like genetically blessed, like whatever. And it exploded. And then another video. So it was the Kardashian, that one. And then... It's crazy because I had one that I made a while ago that's going viral right now. And I was on every news outlet, like Good Morning America, The Today Show, Fox News, every BuzzFeed, literally it's insane. It's I was like, is being Blanchuggy? I didn't realize that you were the one who did
0: that. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause now every place yeah, has... It's
1: literally into every single publication, every single news media. Like my face was on Fox news. I was like, what is going on? I made it like a month ago, two months ago. And now it's like exploding. Cause I was just like, is being blonde choogy? Like every celebrity model is going dark. Like is being blonde choogy. Should I like go dark? And now it's literally everywhere. It's insane. That is so funny. Yeah. And people are like, whoever decided that being blonde is chuggy going to die. I'm like, okay, cute. That's me. Love that. Sorry, guys. Sorry. And I'm blonde. I was like, and that's the gag. Like, the gag is that I am blonde. So, like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Not smart with that. I was like, can I get, like, a, a sponsorship for somebody to, like, do my hair really blonde from this? And I'll be like, actually, guys. Blonde is back. (laughs) I'm declaring now on this podcast, blonde is back. Blonde is back. Blonde is not Shugi. I'm sorry to take back what I said. You you had no idea. It wasn't. How are you to know how big that would become? And I was hungover and I had makeup smudged underneath my eyes. Like, and this, you know how like when people take a screenshot of a TikTok and like they put it in news articles, like I'm like, oh my God, like note to self, at least take a makeup remover to my face before I get on the internet. But it's crazy too. It's like, I don't usually wear makeup like when I'm making these videos and like sometimes when I do it doesn't perform as well but when I'm like waking up and just like have a random thought and like post it those are the ones that go viral so I'm like okay cool I guess nobody wants to see what I look like with makeup on but we're good for me the
0: the like the least amount of effort that I can put yeah. into a tiktok is what goes viral 100
1: the second that I try with the tiktok it's yeah. like no never I, I think it's because like the people who are consuming it, like they have those same off the cuff yes. ideas and thoughts. And that's when you're like, oh, my God, like we're all the same. We all live the same lives. And that's what makes things go viral. What is your favorite series that you do? Either. Um, so am I allowed to swear? Yes. So Sh- are. Yeah. Shit. We forgot about in pop culture, but I didn't. That's, like, one of my the favorite ones. The Avril Brody thing that you yeah. posted. Yeah, I one of the that. The first one of that that went crazy was the Tyler C and Gigi Hadid because I'm extremely nostalgic and I'm such a pop culture connoisseur. Like, I literally, like, I love the morning toast. Yeah. And, like, kind of like how they that's why I love their podcast because they're like such random throwback stuff that it's like you feel like nobody remembers. Like, I say this all the time. Like
0: you always have the best memories ever.
1: Yeah. Like it's crazy. No, that's just like how my brain yeah. works. It's stupid. Uh, so I love that one. I also do love the PR moves because it it's like challenging in a sense. Like it like gives me a task and like when like the actual brands like reach out or like talk about it, like I think it's just like so cool. Has a brand taken your ideas without paying you? Not yet, no. Not yet. I like because like I've predicted things and they've happened and people are like, oh my god, this person copied you, but I'm like, there is no way that they t- did this yeah. in, like two weeks. Like like Tana Mojo came out with like a canned wine and I said that she should come out with like a canned beverage called like Clout Chaser. And like, what think, is it called? That she dizzy, but like yeah. people are like, oh look, whatever. Or like Skims, I was like, Skims is definitely going to be coming out with gloves, and then they did. it. I'm like, you guys, Kim did not like take my idea about gloves, but not yet. But honestly, I. Don't even think I would be like upset if somebody did. My biggest question, my biggest question that I get is why are you doing this for free? Or like my biggest hate comments are like, she's so stupid for putting these ideas out there for free. She better be making a lot of big money. And I think first of all, I'm creating a digital resume for myself and I'm getting myself through the doors with these Brands and celebrities that have always wanted to work with. So, that in itself is a currency. Yes. But also, it's like if a brand took what I did and like executed it, I could then be like, look to brands, like, look, they took my idea and look how successful it was. This is just, like, a 16th of my brain. If you actually got to sit down with me and, like, actually saw how, like, my actual thought process works and these ideas that I have, I think it'll be crazy and amazing. And honestly, it's gotten me through doors that, like, I never even thought were there. So that's why I do it for free. And, I, and people don't know, like, that I am now, like, with an agency and, like, am doing brand deals behind closed doors or working on those types of things that it hasn't, I haven't spoken about it yet Mm -hmm. on my TikTok, but it's like, just wait guys. Like I I know I'm doing it for free now, but like I am building relationships and soon you guys will be able to see like what doing that has got me in my career.
0: You made the right decision for like the long game. Yeah. Instead of the instant. Cause if you
1: weren't posting these online. You know, none of it would have happened or also like when it comes to social media in general, it's like. I was making all these videos for free and, like, not taking, like, the necessarily, like, one-off brand deals that were coming right away. Because, like you said, like, I want to be in it for the long game. Like, I want to create these relationships with these brands for not just brand deals, but to get in to like, creative and, like, show the process and, like, be in it for, like, a long time. So I completely agree with what you're saying. Can we do a PR moves for Dolly Parton? Okay. I just love her. Okay. Let me think about So Dolly has... um. Dollywood, the amusement yes. park. So I think that she should have a Coachella-like festival. Th- that was two point two seconds. Just yeah, now. yeah. Okay, that's continue. I, sorry, that's just how my brain works. Yeah, but I immediate. Th- I think she should have a Coachella-like festival at Dollywood, and invite other other types of artists to come and perform, like a Casey Musgraves. People who kind of like idolize Dolly, and maybe have them perform her songs with a little bit of their original music. I also think it would be amazing if Dolly Parton did a collection with like MAC or like a makeup brand because like she's so known for her look. Like it's so iconic that like I think that would be amazing, but it would have to be something I say MAC because like it would need to be like a makeup brand that's like has been around and it's established. You know what I mean? Because you know how Mac did like the Selena collection. Obviously, Selena has passed away. Mm -hmm. But like an iconic collection like that. I also think it would be, this is kind of out there and not just because I'm obsessed with Kim. If she did some sort of shapewear, because like, you know, her like body, like her like slim waist is like what she's known for, like super corseted. If she did some type of shapewear, maybe a collab with Skims or did a shapewear of her own, I think that'd be extremely smart. That was incredible. Thank you. It's really insane. Just to watch. right off the spot. I probably, if I had like five minutes, I could like do it better. But no, was really good. Basically, my process on how I do it is like when people comment, I sit down. It's so weird. I close my eyes. I take a minute, I let, like, the ideas, like, the wordplay go in my head, and then I go to their Instagram, and, like, I look at the type of content they put out, what they like, who they're already involved with, and then I go to my notes, and I just jot down, like, I word vomit for, like, two minutes, and then I don't really plan what I'm going to do. I just, like, sit in front of the camera. I just, like, start filming it, and then it just comes out, like, word vomit. It's really so impressive. Thank you. It is the holiday season. Christmas Eve
0: is coming up. Christmas is coming up. We have, I mean, New Year's Eve. There's a lot of things to dress up for. There's a lot of outfits that we need. And that is why you all need Newly. I have been using Newly for months. You guys go on my Instagram and you see all the cute outerwear that I'm always tagging Newly in. I've been getting a lot of compliments, which has like really been maybe not so good for my ego, but I've been feeling really good about it personally. And I'm telling you, it's because of Newly, okay? I get overwhelmed this time of year. There's so many outfits. and honestly makes me want to stay home. I'm like, I don't even want to shop. I, like that's so much money. I'm already spending so much money on Christmas gifts and travel. And like, it's an expensive time of year, okay? And that is why Newly is coming in as your newest best friend. They are a monthly clothing rental subscription. You actually have your choice of any six styles you want to rent each month. That is insane. So whatever you have going on, it is totally up to you. You can choose from whatever you want. You have access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands. So everything from party dresses, like a nice, you know, cute little New Year's Eve number to premium denim and one of a kind vintage pieces. My favorite is the outerwear collection. I love outerwear. I was talking about like pretty much every single week on this podcast and all over my Instagram. But honestly, I can overwear it and then I'm tired of it. And it's just one of those things where you spend a lot of money on it and then you get over it. So I'm telling you, newly is the place to go. They also stock styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus size up to 5X plus maternity. They carry labels like For Love and Lemons, Love Shack Fancy, which I mean, come on, that is incredible. Free people, anthropology, and more. They have fast, free shipping and returns. And this is the best part, everyone professional cleaning and newly state of the art laundering facility. So that is no laundry for you to worry about. I mean, how beautiful, right? You also have the option to buy what you love at a discount, sometimes up to 75% off, which I have done because I fall in love with some of the pieces and I just don't want to give them back. Newly is the perfect place to get all of your holiday outfits out of the way in one go with six items to choose from and the option to add two bonus items. You could get, you know, the office holiday party, Christmas, New Year's, and any other event you've got going on covered with just one bag. And that's not even talking about the savings, all right, guys? So renting through Newly means you get to wear more, sometimes like literally thousands of dollars worth of clothing, while spending way less. It is a win-win for your closet and for your checking account. Newly helps curb that must-buy-something-new feeling you get when there are big events on the calendar while still giving you new things to wear. It's a lot more sustainable. So, newly orders are packaged in a recycled, recyclable, and reusable totes with no plastic packaging. Clothes are cleaned using energy and water efficient methods. And most importantly, styles are repaired and upcycled rather than thrown out. Wearing and rewearing clothing as much as possible is one of the most sustainable choices you can make. And that is Newly's specialty. So, Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles. Right now, you can get twenty dollars off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code I Love You Twenty. Just go to n u u l y dot com. That is Newly with two U's and enter the code I Love You Twenty at sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month. That is n u u l y dot com. Newly with two U's with code I Love You Twenty. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the traditional world, who do you, like what traditional celebrity do you think is like really, really killing it and Mm -hmm. like truly like the next big thing?
1: I mean, obviously everybody knows like how well Emma Chamberlain is doing and like I consider her to be now a traditional celebrity. And I think that she is just breaking barriers and is going to continue to do that and be the next big thing. Because I love kind of like the skinny confidential as well. I love when influencers or celebrities get into a line of products that like isn't what people would expect and excel at that. Like with Lauren with like the ice roller. Yes. So smart. Emma Chamberlain with the coffee. So smart. Like I think that because it's so authentic to them because any celebrity can sell a brand, but when you're selling the brand of like yourself and like what you like and what you're truly passionate about, it's going to blow up and be successful, especially if your brand and your followers already know that about you. Like with Emma, with coffee, it's just like, it's so simple, but like, it's so successful. And it's like an industry that not a lot of people had gotten into yet. So I would say my answer for that question is definitely like Emma Chamberlain. Like I'm a stan. I love her.
0: I'm obsessed with her.
1: Yeah. She's obsessed. I think she's killing it.
0: What's even crazier to think about is when she first started and she would just wear like hoodies every day, her hair in a bun. And now she's like working with Louie. And like, yeah. she's also like a style icon of our generation. Like, yeah. I don't know when that happened. But yeah. it, honestly, it felt like it just
1: like one day switch. Yeah. And I think that that is uh, like a huge part of Emma as well as like we watched it all happen. And we were part of that experience, which is why like so many people love and support her so much and why like getting big off of social media, I think is like breaking barriers. It's not like we watched Cameron Diaz go to audition, 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 yeah. and then become like a movie star. I don't know why that, she just came to mind. I watched The Holiday last night. That's what like really. um, Same. Her. But it's like, we didn't watch that process. We just, boom, saw her as a celebrity. So obviously we like her and support her, but it's like with people that you watch their journey, like you're so much more invested. So I think that's why like these people are doing so well and have such big support systems and are just going to continue to blow up and blow up. It really is so
0: impressive to watch her. I love, I also love Devin Carlson. Me too. I think Devin has unbelievable. Like just even from, even like wildflower days on. Back in the day. Like I was a wildflower stan like back in the day. Like what was that like 2012? Like truly, yeah. It was forever. Go with the studs on the cases. Yes. What's your favorite era? Like favorite year in the past 10 years of just style, social
1: media, everything. Two thousand eleven and then twenty. 16. So 20, I'm going to go with 2016. It, I had just graduated college. I was living in LA. I'm actually watching the season of the Kardashians right now. It was like the Yeezy oversized camo shirts, thigh high boots, like that song, broccoli. Oh my God. Um, like, you know, like yes. that Fetty Wop, chokers, of course, matte lipsticks, French braids. We'd all wear like French yep. braids, the bomber jackets. Like it was the life of Pablo era. Like, that was just everything. I love it. I miss it. I miss 2016. It was so easy. It reminds me of Alfred Coffee. Of course. You yeah. you know the vibe. Like, and I was living in L.A. at the time. Do you live in L.A.? I was in L.A. at the time, Yeah, actually. exactly. Where you, in L.A. were you? So I lived in Westwood for okay. a little bit, and then I was in Hollywood, like, but on the bottom of Mulholland, like, not, like right in Hollywood. um, And I was like promoter girl, like going to the clubs, like just doing the whole LA thing. Like that is that whole aspect and chapter of my life is like, I can't even think about it. It's crazy, but it's funny. It it taught me a lot. Living yeah. in LA teaches you a lot. A lot. Yes. I
0: have a photo wearing an oversized sweater mm-hmm. over the knee, Stuart Weiss and yeah. boots, a choker. Yeah. My hair is pulled back and I'm wearing lip, matte lipstick outside of Alfred's on Melrose Place holding Alfred of course everyone And did. it was like
1: what was the little thing on the cup A mustache. and but there was like you could write something oh yeah what was that slogan and that like first coffee no because it was the film but of, for, like, yeah it was it was like but first blank yes. and I wrote but first Justin Bieber and like I have like like a picture holding it. it was like so stupid I like the wings too and like, oh, the, my pink God. Wall. Yeah, like the pink oh, wall like that with the girls tour remember yes. like yes Sorella Boutique. Like, oh my gosh. Such a vibe. I mean, one time. You know what? I kind of messed up. Broccoli takes
0: me back to every frat party I've ever attended. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was really an experience. Last thing I want to talk about Mm -hmm. is, I guess without being cheesy, but being cheesy, like the concept of not giving up. Because you said, Mm -hmm. like if I would have given up on GBT, you know, a year ago, Mm -hmm. even three months ago at this point, like you wouldn't be here. Yeah. During that time, like what kind of like got you through? I know you were doing other
1: things, but clearly you still like were kind of committed to the vision. Totally. So I also like struggle with mental health. I've gone through some stuff in my life. I lost my mom. I've, I've been there's been times in my life where like, I didn't have a job where I didn't have an apartment and there's so much going on in my life. And this is going to sound like very like spiritual, whatever, but I, I did, I got into manifestation and I would sit on my bed when I was having these such hard times and hard days and coming home from work being like, I hate what I'm doing. And I would sit in my bed and I'd write out like what I want my life to look like.
0: Okay. Very practically. Were you writing like I am, or I
1: want. I am. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I am. And I had a life list. And I would add things and I would visualize myself doing these things. And honestly, one of the biggest opportunities that have come to me through my social media was number two on my life list. Wow. And it's happening now. And it's exactly what I wrote out. And like, you don't have to believe in manifestation or not, but to just visualize yourself in the place that you want to be as hard as it is. Obviously, it's easy for me to say this now that I've gotten what I've wanted, but like I'm telling you, like when you're in those times, and you want to give up, manifest, visualize yourself and just think like I am meant for something so much more. Like I just kept telling myself that like I am meant for something so much more. Like I know it's going to get better. It always does. Even in the darkest darkest points in my life I would think to myself like if I got through this like I can get through anything like it's gonna get better and visualize yourself where you want to be and believe in yourself like I'm not a TJ Maxx sign like I don't live laugh love but like <laughs> it like if the power in believing in yourself is insane like you can trick anybody if you believe yourself and just think like I if I can get through this I can get through anything like I'm made for so much more than this like I can do this and I would write in this journal and it's crazy now that I have the journal looking back I'm like wow like I was such a dark place now I'm at now like I'm I go to bed every night and I just like thank whatever you want to believe in and I'm like thank you so much for putting me in this position like I did it like it's insane it's crazy But it takes time. And like, obviously, I hate saying things like, oh, just say it's gonna get better. Cause like, when you're in that dark time, you're like, obviously, it's not gonna get better. Like, this sucks, but it will. And like, you always land on your feet, you always get out of it. Like, you're still going now. You know what I mean? But also, one more thing it's like, I was unhappy in my job and I did something about it. And not a lot of people could like financially be like, you know what, I'm done doing this. But there's different ways you can like go after what you want and achieve your dreams without like fully quitting your job. Like, but if you don't like what you're doing, sit down and ask yourself, be like, what do I want to do be doing this time next year? Like, what do I want to be doing this time next year? And how am I going to achieve that? And like, what's the harm in doing that? There, You have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? What What do you have to lose after going after your dream? If it doesn't happen that is heartbreaking, but at least you tried, you know, like we're so I lost my mom when my mom was 50. And I always think to myself, I'm like, life is so short. Like if I'm not doing what I want to do every day, what is the point? truly, what is the point? Like you get up every day. Like I was doing my nine to five and some people love and thrive off of that. That's amazing. But it's like, if I'm doing the same thing every day, like, I don't want to look back in five years and be like, where did those five years of my life go? like when I could be trying, actively trying to do something that I love and like want to do. But it's, there, it's a loaded question but like I hope I answered that no that right. was so
0: good thank you I feel like everyone's gonna leave this episode feeling so inspired and cool. motivated
1: perfect and wearing like a choker and going to alpha. yes
0: yeah. yeah and wearing sewer Rice and over the knee boots exactly yeah. the like gray suede ones of course
1: yeah, or obviously. like the maroon ones with yeah camera.
0: yeah yeah exactly okay perfect well thank you so much for coming on
1: thank you where so much. can they find you So just at Girl Boss Town G I R L B O S S T O W N. And by the way, I'm not like a girl boss Lularoe. It's Girl Boston, but like you know, I had to do a little play on words. It's that on Instagram and yeah, (laughs) it's that on Instagram and TikTok. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. You're like the first podcast that I've been on, so I'm so excited. I'm honored. This is so exciting, and so many people DM me. They're like, "Oh my god, I'm freaking out. I love her." So like. Wow, I'm. Honored. You have a fan of my friends and in me. Wow, thank you. No problem. All
0: right, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Be sure to check out the merch. Join our Geneva chat. Follow us on Instagram. The newsletter, all that stuff. I hope you guys are having the best holiday season. All right. I love you guys, and I will talk to you next Thursday.